Hello and welcome to Pinot Perfume. As always, I am your host, Sarah Chacon. Kicking it old school today. I am recording from my phone because let me tell you, I sat down to have some lunch and started watching some YouTube videos as I do sometimes while eating. Got sleepy, decided to close my eyes, take a little nap, and ended up falling asleep for two hours. So this, it's almost five and I'm just now recording this. I'm going to say hashtag pregnancy because that is the reason why I am feeling so sleepy. God. Oh, excuse me. I'm still like, I feel like I could go to sleep again. And I tried, but then part of me was like, I got to record this. got to record this. Anyway, I need to talk to my fellow millennials on TikTok. You guys, stop it with the 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 90s and early 2000s song reacts videos and the videos where you play songs from the 90s and early 2000s for your kids and see how which ones they do or do not know stop it like we get it they're bops but i can't watch another goddamn 90s react video it's the first couple of videos like when tiktok blew up last year in 2020 those were those were cute because I was like, you know what? It, I can't I can't sit still. Like you're hitting me with bye bye bye, baby one more time, um, even a 98 degrees song. And we all know that 98 degrees were like bottom of the barrel when it came to the boy bands of the night late 90s, early 2000s. I couldn't I could not react either. But a year and a half and approximately. 2,724 videos later, oh, it's not, it's not cute. It's not fun anymore. It's overdone. And I, I can't like, we get it. They're bops, but nobody else cares. I don't even think, and this is just for, for millennials. Cause I don't think Gen X is as annoying as we are when it comes to this. And I think it's because Gen X has been firmly encamped in middle age for like years whereas millennials the older ones of us we're still we're still fighting the slow battle the slow march we're not quite there yet we're we're getting there we're not quite there yet and i get it i mean we've been in living in this dystopian hellscape uh, pretty much since september 11th 2001 that's when i uh that's the beginning of the end for me and we're trying to grapple with, you know, in order to exist, we're just trying to grasp on the vestiges of our childhood and early teenage years before shit hit the fan and when things made sense. I get it, but we're not there anymore. The oldest of us graduated high school like 20 years ago and are coming up on 16 years out of college. We got to stop, guys. We got to stop. Like, it's nobody cares. It's like the boomers when we were, when we were young. Um, and they were talking about, oh, you know, Pink Floyd and, and Steppenwolf and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, are those bands fire? Yeah. Did we fully appreciate them when, they, when we were younger? And they were going on about them and how our music was crap when we were, you know, listening to a little, um, I don't know, all for one. Uh, no, we rolled our eyes and uh, we thought and they we just chalked it up to the ramblings of old people. 
And you know what? That's exactly what our kids are going to do are doing to us when we play for them, you know, Usher or, um, you know, a little Christina Aguilera. Like, yeah, they know that they're bops, but they don't care because you know what? They have their own set of musicians that they care about, like Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo. And you know what? When they get to be our age, they're going to do the same thing with those musicians to their kids, and their kids are going to roll their eyes just like they did to us and just like we did to our parents. And probably our parents did to their parents when their parents complained that Elvis was gyrating his hips too provocatively. Nobody cares. Let's just enjoy our music we play it around our house, play it in the car. We expose our kids to it that way. But let's stop with the TikTok react videos. I can't watch another TikTok react video without wanting to poke my eyes out. And it's always the same songs. Like we get it. We get it. But we've got to accept that we're no longer the young kids that people are complaining about anymore. People aren't complaining about millennials no more. They're complaining about Gen Z and their side parts and, you know, eating Tide Pods and using Gorilla Glue to, like, fix their hair. Like, nobody's complaining about millennials. We're now birthing the younger generation. And, and if not birthing, being around them, influencing them in some way. We're now adult influencers. They're not the fun kind of influencers that receive PR kits from, from makeup companies and get paid thousands of dollars to talk about a lipstick online. We're not those kind of influencers. We're influencers in the sense that we're now role models for younger kids, either by straight up being their parents or by being an aunt or an uncle or a caretaker of some sort or a teacher. We're in teaching positions now. Like we can't keep clinging on to the last vestiges of our youth, it's gone. We're, we're marching towards middle age and there's nothing we can do. And we just got to buckle up and just grin and bear it with as much grace as we can muster because nobody cares to watch another video of you trying not to sing along to I'm a genie in a bottle. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Let's get into Sin of the Week. Okay, so Scent of the Week. I got another Moogler fragrance for you guys. This one's called Innocent. And apparently it came out way back in 1998. Talking about, you know, loving the 90s. So let's go into the notes. Uh, top notes, you got bergamot and mandarin orange. Middle notes, you got almond, red berries, and black currant. Base notes, you have amber, musk, and praline. I don't remember how I heard about this fragrance, but I had a sample of it when, um, when I wrote into Moogler a couple of times, you know, begging for samples. Actually, I didn't beg. You don't have to beg. You can just email their customer service and say, hey, do you send out samples? They say yes. Pick which ones you want. I think you have up to four. And I picked, and Innocent was one of them, but honestly, I, I had to have re- seen it, like read about it online, and was, and to be sufficiently um, intrigued enough to request a sample 
they this was when this even came it was in a sample sprayer bottle but it wasn't even like an official sample i mean it was an official sample but it wasn't the sample bottle wasn't packaged as angel it was literally they had a blank sample bottle that they just filled it with innocent from somewhere and hand wrote the word innocent on the little box that it came in and uh, yeah so I don't know where I heard about this to even request it I'm pretty sure I don't think I was on the website I honestly don't know how I heard about this fragrance enough to request it uh but it's so it's not a, it's something like I've ever smelled before and I've been like reading reviews try you know looking at the notes ahead of time trying to figure out how to describe this smell and I can't it's sweet it's musky like it's got it's got a depth to it and obviously musk is in the notes it's sweet but it's not I wouldn't consider it a gourmand, although some reviews on Parfumo does say it's gourmand. Someone said it was like jam, like raspberry jam whipped with dulce de leche ice cream and topped with powdered sugar. I don't know. Maybe they were pregnant too and they just were wanting some sweets because all I want now is that and sweets, but it doesn't smell like that to me. I honestly thought there was some floral notes to it, but there's not. Like when I first spray it on, there's so much like it's it to me it smells a little florally but it's not and I don't I don't pick out any of the fruits like it's all coming together as as like a floral fragrance to me but there's no florals in it the musk yes amber I mean amber and praline I don't know because the only only other praline scent I think is La Via Belle it doesn't even smell different like that it's I would say it's like a um if a clean gourmand if that's a thing I'm hesitant to call it a gourmand like a clean a clean sweetness that's how I would describe it a clean sweetness it's not overpowering and it's not like if you don't like sweet like if you don't like gourmands I wouldn't consider this a gourmand like I know the the comment about someone saying it's like red jams whipped with like dulce de leche ignore that because again I don't know where they got that from to me it doesn't smell <clears throat> like that it's just like a clean sweetness a clean simple sweetness an undescript clean sweetness I could see this um being sprayed on out of the shower being sp- it works very well in the heat um because it's hot as shit in Florida like it's hot, it's August and it's like oppressive heat. Um, I could see this working in the springtime. I could see this working year round actually, cause it's not heavy at all. Um, but it, it's quite, it's quite light, but it still has a presence that you can smell. Um, my husband described it as very elegant and I think it's elegant. I think it's very understated for, Moogler because usually at least out of the Moogler fragrances I have tried they've been very polarizing and in your face you've got Angel which we all know how I feel about that didn't work out for me Alien which I love but that's like a powerhouse Jasmine bomb I mean that's like Jasmine on steroids you've got Aura which the EDP can't these are all the EDPs 
have not tried the EDPs for any of these, but the EDP for Aura smells like Bengay. Um, Angel Muse, which is still packs quite a punch. I like better than Angel, still not my favorite. I thought I might end up purchasing a bottle at some point, but I think once I'm done with my sample, my roll-on sample, I'll be good on Angel Muse. It's so in that in the same line, in the same vein as like it's hard to describe a Moogler scent because they're all unique. I would say Innocent falls into that camp. But in terms of being a powerhouse in your face, polarizing scent, it's not that at all. And in fact, it's on my arms, it's pretty much gone. I sprayed this. This is what, five o'clock now that I'm recording it? Yeah, a little after five now that I'm recording this. I sprayed it on me around 11. I finally took a shower um, and started getting ready and I sprayed it on me then. And it's, I can smell it on my chest, but it's pretty much gone. Like I would say <clears throat> three hours at most. And granted, I was out and about, like I ordered some uh, ColourPop eyeshadow quad from Ulta. So I left to go pick that up and running around all day. Even yesterday I was wearing Alien and I was running around all day in the heat and even that evaporated a little bit quickly, even though I could smell it the next day, it was still there, but not quite as strong as had I stayed in the AC, stayed home all day. But even when I first wore this earlier this week, it it was, I, I want to say it was a Wednesday or a third, no, it was Thursday. So I was home all day and it still didn't last. Like I want to say like a good three hours maybe I got out of it. The proje- I don't even think the projection in the first hour wasn't even a first an hour long. Like it was like right after you spray and then it settles down to a skin scent. It's very demure for Moogler. Very pretty, very demure. But yeah, this doesn't last all day. This is not a powerhouse by any means. Um, and that's my only gripe with it. Because I think my first impression, I was very surprised at how pretty it was. Um because Moogler fragrances, at least out of the ones I've tried, I would say they're sexy. I wouldn't call them pretty. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them pretty. They're so much more complex and much louder than that. But this one is pretty. This one is demure. This is like if <clears throat> Alien, Angel, Aura, all those other fragrances were women they would be like in your face wearing bold, trendy, sexy outfits, not afraid to show some skin. Still classy, but not afraid to show some skin. Innocent would be like the quiet, thoughtful teenager who still dresses on trend, but, you know, covers up, maybe a little bit more modest, a little bit more she likes to blend into the background she doesn't like she doesn't like to be the center of attention that's what innocent is like innocent is like a <clears throat> a white easter dress a white tasteful easter dress with not like those the things that we wore in the 80s that our moms put us in that looked like you know somebody threw up taffeta but like a very or like maybe a very understated white cotton summer dress. That's what Innocent is. Um, <clears throat> very pretty. But again, what I don't like about it is the longevity. It's, it's there and it's gone. Like it's, it's doesn't last at all. And I moisturize pretty well. Like my skin, <clears throat> I'm prone to dry skin, but over the years I have learned how to moisturize. 
so that I am slippery like a seal. And fragrances usually last on me. This one did not. Now, in terms of price, what are we talking? I got my iPad up. I had to plug in my, um, my code to unlock it. All right. <clears throat> so you can get this at a pretty decent price. Like I said, it's been around for a while. Um, Fragrance Net has it for $54.59. Saks Off Fifth has it for $59.99. Um, if you wanted to buy it straight from Moogler's website, you're spending $82. I wouldn't suggest that unless it, they're having the deal where you, they'll do like buy one, get one free. I think that's what they, or they buy one, get one half off. Even then, you're probably, you're better off probably still buying it through a discounter. Walmart's got it for $59.39. Amazon's got it for $57.90. So you can get it for around $50, $50-$60 on the discounter websites, which is what I would uh, recommend, to be honest. Or, like I said, if you email Moogler's customer service, you can get a sample of it uh, for free. They, you don't pay shipping. They just ask you, like, hey, what um, – you say, hey, can I get a sample? And they say – Sure. Which one do you want? You have four. So I recommend doing that if you're intrigued by this and you don't want to do a blind buy. If you did a blind buy, I would say this is a safe blind buy. This would be the first Moogler fragrance I have tried that I would say it's a safe blind buy. It's probably not going to put you off. The only I could see the only gripe about it is, again, the longevity. But I don't think it's going to be polarizing in the sense that like how the other scents in that from that house are I don't think it's going to put anybody off I don't think anybody's going to think that it stinks or anything like that I think in that sense it's very safe but I mean you can get a sample for free from the house you don't have to pay shipping so like why not um yeah it's very it's it it's hard to describe scents anyway but it's very hard to describe this one like this it it's getting it just I because I don't like usually I can hone in on oh it's floral or it's fruity or it's I smell patchouli you know I can hone in on something I can't hone in on anything on this one um Lieb was another one but I uh another one kind of like that but yeah I can't hone in on any of this the, the best thing I can describe is a clean sweetness it's not too sweet like I said it's not going to put you off if you're not a gourmand lover. I would say it's more of like a clean, sweet, almost like a freshie, but not quite a freshie. Um, if that clarifies anything, probably not. But yeah, innocent, very, um, very interesting fragrance. Like I said, a very pleasant fragrance. I think my first impression was, oh, I might try and buy a bottle of this, but nah, I just, it's doesn't, it doesn't last. I mean, maybe if you oversprayed and sprayed on your clothes or your hair, it might. But I wasn't cheap with the sprays. Like, I was pretty generous. Um, and I still couldn't get to last. I can still kind of smell it on my chest, which is good. But, you know, it's not great. So I want to know if you, what your uh, interactions have been with the scent. Have you tried Innocent? Have you heard about it before? Um, do you like it? Have you, do you plan to try it? Let me know because I'm curious. All right. Fragrance in the news. I got two for you and it's kind of frivolous. 
So the first one is from Yahoo Entertainment. And uh, it's, I think it might be from Rolling Stone. I think it's sourced from Rolling Stone, actually. But I found it on Yahoo Entertainment, and it's called Dolly Parton's Perfume Sold Faster Than Any Fragrance HSN Has Ever Had. So I don't know if we, if I discuss this, but Dolly Parton's coming out, coming out with the beauty line, but that includes, I want to say like bath oils. I want to say makeup too, and a perfume. And the perfume launched um, on HSN in July. HSN is the exclusive retailer for this perfume called Scent from Above. Um, Scent spelled S-C-E-N-T. Uh, because he wanted to reach the widest possible audience. So, but apparently um, it sold out within days of launching on HSN. And the, I guess the perfume was not only within days, but also it sold faster than any other fragrance HSN has sold in the last decade. And the fragrance was paired with a, a body cream and gift set. And it sold out completely. Um, it has since been restocked. It's a good deal. It's, again, it's called Scent From Above. It's a 3.4 ounce fluid, 3.4 fluid ounce for $59. So not bad. She is selling it at that mid price point. You get a lot of money, a lot of perfume for your money. The bottle is very pretty. It's got a, um, a butterfly on the lid, like a... It looks like a crystal butterfly. I don't think it's crystal. It's probably plastic or maybe glass. But it's a butterfly on the lid um, and a little kind of rectangular bottle that says Dolly. It looks like it's her signature, Dolly. Very, very cute. Uh, the juice is kind of ambery. I'm very intrigued. Um, so it's got floral notes of peony blossoms and jasmine mixed with hints of mandarin, vanilla, patchouli and sandalwood uh, this is from the article parton describes the fragrance as cloud-like and soft adding that it smells heavenly so what better name to give it than scent from above uh, apparently it took her two years to create and she drew um on inspiration just smells that she smells and flavors that she has liked uh growing up and just like living her life so like different types of body oils that she's run across powders, um, things like that. And then uh, the butterfly is from when, when she would grow up in Tennessee and chase butterflies. Um, <clears throat> so that's what the inspiration for that. Oh, and it's inspired by her 1974 album, Love is Like a Butterfly. And then she also released a song to go with the scent called Scent from Above. And in the song, it's S-E-N-T. So <clears throat> Dolly Parton's got a fragrance, y'all. Let me know if you bought it on HSN. It's restocked now if you didn't get a chance to snap it, snap it up. It seems like it's very inoffensive. It's very pretty floral perfume. Um, I haven't looked at reviews on it yet, but she's got the star paramount man to sell out. So good for Dolly Parton. Second one is from Fox News. Hear me out. It's not political, I promise. This was also in the New York Post. It's just petty. It's just petty celebrity news. And it's Fabio. Talk about a blast from the past, from the 90s. Fabio claims Gianni Versace stiffed him out of a million dollars for perfume campaign. Now, 
let's re- just to remind you, uh, Gianni Versace was murdered on July 15th, 1997. Fabio is just now bringing up how he was stiffed out of a million dollars from a perfume campaign that he was hired for in the early 90s. I guess he shot on the Mediterranean um, and he just got a fraction of what his contract was for. He allegedly his contract uh, was like a a seven figure payment and what else did he say? Oh, 6% of the sell of the perfumes, I guess. And uh, he claims that he doesn't see what perfume this is for, first of all, which I find suspicious. But he says that it became one of the best colognes because his face was on it. And he had like thousands of people showing up outside of Saks Fifth Avenue. I guess he would do meet and greets and sign the perfume bottles or whatever. Anyway, he claims that uh, Vers- that Versace wasn't honest. And... Uh, that's it. I don't know why he's just now talking about it. Um, nobody cares. Like, nobody cares except for you. Did you sue, Fabio? I mean, Fabio, did you sue and get your money? It sounds like you didn't. So you must not have cared that much. Or maybe you're doing a little bit of fibbing. I don't know. But I feel like maybe Fabio's trying to remain relevant. He was on a podcast called People of the 90s where he uh, said this. So, and he, he claims that the contract that he got for this campaign was bigger than like Cindy Crawford and all the female models of the day. So anyway, uh, the, the article closes by um, talking about how he sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber to reverse the aging process, not working. You, I mean, he looks old. He's 62. He does look like his age, so that doesn't work. And that he wants to find a partner and settle down. Someone who doesn't like bug, who can't be afraid about bugs, a quote from him. And uh, who avoids social media like he does. So if you know someone, he's taking applications, ladies. I don't know how you're going to reach him because he can't slide into his DMs. But he might still have a fan club. He probably has a website. And you can probably email him directly. I can't imagine that he's getting bombarded with emails daily. So slide into his emails. Um, yeah, and that wraps up our fragrance in the news segment. I will have links to all of these in the show notes. And the clickable links will be on the blog. And of course, descriptions and links will be on Instagram when this is published. And there you have it. That wraps up this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're an OG listener or a new listener, uh, I hope you stick around. We have a lot of fun here. I have a lot of fun here, at least. Uh, talking into the ether is very cathartic. And uh, I enjoy always enjoy hearing um, your recommendations for perfumes to try. If you tried any of my recommendations, what you think, if you agree, disagree, um, it's always fun. And if you want to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram. I'm at Pinot and Perfume there. You can also email the show, Pinot and Perfume Podcast at gmail.com. And I also have a blog. 
I most likely will not put an in-depth, in-depth, but like a written review of Innocent on the blog because I just don't feel like it. Maybe tomorrow, maybe not. Excuse me. Oh, man. Pardon me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pardon me. I'm still super sleepy. So probably won't have in uh, a written review for Innocent on the blog, but I will have the show notes and stuff on there. So be sure to check that out. That's pinoperfume.wordpress.com. If you're on Peloton, I haven't been exercising in a hot minute. I'm in, I hit the third trimester this week. I'm just, my motivation's gone. I'm, I, I'm good if I get a walk-in. It's, I started off this pregnancy so optimistic and so just like doing the damn thing and it's since like fallen off. But anyway, I'm on there too if you want to see where I was at. That's hashtag Pinot and Perfume. And I have another podcast that I co-host with my friend Jenna about Emily in Paris. I almost said Sex with Emily. That is a podcast. Emily in Paris. We recap Emily in Paris so if you love Emily in Paris or love to hate Emily in Paris, it's a guilty pleasure of ours. We recap the episodes right now. We're on hiatus because season two is not out yet, but you can listen to us recap all of season one. We go in onto some real tangents and it's a good time. And that's called Savoir Shade and Emily in Paris recap. And you can listen to that where you listen to this podcast on Anchor on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, you know, the whole thing. If you, if the spirit moves you and you'd like to like, uh, give us a five-star ratings, give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I will love you forever. We'll be my best friend. Um, it just helps more people find the show. And lastly, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but I hope that whatever you're doing, you're having fun, you're being safe. Most importantly, you are smelling good. Bye. Pinot and Perfume is hosted and produced by yours truly, Sarah Chacon. Theme music is Around the Bend by Evan Schaefer.